Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Biblio Escapes and Discussion. It's been a wee while since I've done any episodes, just because I have been so busy over the summer holidays, and it's been nice to take a wee break. But I'm delighted to be joined by Swedish photographer Peter w- Peter Wickland this morning. Good morning, Peter. Good morning. Thank you very much for joining me all the way from uh, nice autumnal Sweden, which it's uh, a very, very wet Glasgow this morning. So I, I hope you're doing well. Uh, before we get into talking about your new book, Angler Angelin, sorry, I have pronounced that entirely wrong. Um, but uh, before we get into talking about your book, Peter, it would be great if you could maybe give us an introduction to your photographic journey and background. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so I started with uh, photography when I was uh, 14 years. That would be in 1981 then. Uh, so I bought my, my first camera for... Uh, for the first salary from a summer job in a car park. And uh, cool. uh, it was just, I, I thought that a camera was a fun thing to have. It, it wasn't, I wasn't directly focused on the pictures by then, but it uh, changed quickly since I, I started consuming loads of photo magazines and books. And well, then I got into uh, the picture area as well. And um, I've kept the interest in both uh, uh, cameras and and uh, images uh, in parallel all, all the way uh, and I've worked with photography in different ways not a, as a photographer though but uh, I've been writing about photography since the mid 80s and I've been the editor of two uh, two photo magazines uh, for, for periods cool. and I worked at photo agencies and now now I'm the, the editor of uh, actually the only printed photo magazine in in Sweden uh, so that it's a it's a lot of photography in in both my my work and uh, leisure time, but uh, not 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 professionally as a photographer. Yeah, very good. It sounds it sounds like a fascinating journey you've been on, and I, as you say, whilst not necessarily a professional photographer, you've had such a strong involvement in photography throughout your career, both both professionally and and leisurely, which is which is a nice combination to have actually. Yeah, yeah, it's been really, really good uh, interaction between those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I suppose it gives you a different insight and a diff- different background and perspective of photography uh, when whilst you're doing it as your career, but yet you're not actually kind of behind the lens or behind the camera, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, it's it's quite interesting to hear how that balance might have played out and influenced your work, uh, your own personal work as well. Yeah, I guess it must have. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I consume loads of, of uh, images all the time, both yeah. uh, both my profession and leisure. So, uh, yeah, uh, definitely influenced. But in what way? I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Anyway, you you recently uh, published a, a new book, which you very kindly sent me a copy of. Um, I have to say, it's been it's been really nice. Um, to work my way through the book and just enjoy not just the photography, but the text, text, text inside. So it'd be great if you could maybe give a bit of a background as to how the project and the body of work started and, and where it came from. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I can start with the title. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know I know it would be hard, uh, but uh, I chose it anyway. It's uh, Engelen, and uh, it means... Um, the angel, uh, but uh, it's an old-fashioned spelling in Swedish, so I didn't want to translate it directly because I mean a, a modern spelling wouldn't be the same. I wanted it to to somewhat signal a, a, 
timelessness or something. I mean, there are no time markers in the images, and and uh, I wanted that to be, to be uh, the title to be a part of that uh, expression as well. But anyway, uh, it started with a pure sculpture series. Um, I um, had over the years uh, collected about, I think, uh, hundred and fifty or so sculpture pictures that I was uh, happy with. And it, this was like three or four years ago, three years perhaps. Um, and uh, since I, well, <laughs> I really love photo books. So then I, that was a part of the project from the beginning. I think it's a very good way to uh, both uh, experience and, and show photography. So uh, I started thinking about how uh, this series would condense into into some kind of book and um, uh, to take it one step further I uh, decided to show it to some uh, reviewers online uh, yeah. that this was during the pandemic so there were quite a few um, uh, occasions on to, to, to do that and um, uh, then it was on uh, this uh, the German Callen Cruz at the uh, Nacht publishing uh, during his review he made me understand that Actually, I did it a little too difficult for myself, uh, having only sculpture, since uh, the series isn't about sculpture. <laughs> so then it's, well, it's not so smart just showing uh, only sculptures yeah. and, and having to uh, get the viewer to understand that it's about something else. So uh, then I started to, uh, th then the start became what mm, the character of the pictures is in some abstract way. There is expression. Uh, and um, uh, and I realized I, I had taken lots of other pictures uh, that had the same kind of uh, expression or character, and, and, and they could um, reinforce um, the sculpture picture. So no, yeah, that, that was that was a start, I think. Yeah, it's it's. I must say, I really like. I, I love the sculpture photographs that you've got. It reminds me a bit of uh, David David uh, Meisel's work. Um, around history's shadow. Well, it's a very different subject. It's just, there's a beautiful eeriness to them and an, a beautiful atmosphere to to the sculptures. But I also like the, the combinations of of the, the the other photographs, which kind of, uh, the land, not so much the landscape, but the setting of them, which really give it a, a totally different context and dimension to it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, uh, I think that they're, yeah. Uh... Uh, they're made in the same uh, same uh, way as well. I mean, I, I always have some kind of uh, searching approach when I take my photographs. My yeah, uh, well, sculpture. I just put myself still my stand in front of a sculpture and uh, get into my little photography bubble and and start looking how I can use uh, this as uh, for for images. And that's how I work in nature as well. So. Yeah, absolutely, and I think there's a there's a lovely combination between between the two kind of like subject matters as well, um, and the 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 work really complements each other. Um, and you mentioned that you were kind of interested in creating a book quite early from the outset. Was this always the intention, or 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 did the ideas develop as as you were photographing the work and pulling it together? Uh, well, uh, no. Having um, having a, a book was um, was there from the beginning. It was the the idea. Uh, yep. I think, if, well, 
to start with the the, the physical uh, part of it is very important. I, I I don't like having it in it only digital. Yeah. And uh, well, a book compared to an exhibition, it can live on. And I mean, the reader can choose the situation and occasion and come back to it. So um, I, I think, that, like I said, that's, it's a very good way of, of um, presenting and um, also having a possibility to um, to use like uh, um, the design and, and material and so on itself. I think... Uh, that that is uh, well is quite often an un, un, unutilized uh, part of the expression of books. I think there's so much to do to 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 reinforce uh, the expression of mm. of the images. Yeah, absolutely. I, th I think uh, I think a, a book can really bring together a body of work, but as you say, the the physical attributes of attributes of a book can vary so much and and depending on how there's and how you on how you go about creating the book and what materials you use can can have a different impact on how someone would view the same body of work um, and i must say i i really like the, the 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 actual physical attributes of your book are wonderful the covers the end papers are all so complementary to the tones of the images inside and the the, the atmosphere that you that you send across through your through your work yeah i'm, I'm glad to hear because there are many details that are very well thought through and yeah. and uh, uh and um the, well i mean you can um you can add add very many many extras to a book but then it's uh, it's an economical uh, aspect of it and i uh didn't want it to be too too pricey for the consumer yeah. so um but uh well one way of, of uh getting around that is to to have parts of it uh, handmade and then um then uh, well it doesn't cost that a uh, lot of money but uh, time uh, but uh, yeah i can um and um so the, i mean the, the cover is is handmade and uh each uh, cyanotype on the cover is obviously handmade and uh, it, it toned and uh, well and then that, that's a way of uh, making it somewhat extra without uh, paying too much extra i would i would absolutely agree i think it's a wonderful fin finishing touch to to your book and it just adds it, it adds something else that you otherwise wouldn't get and as you say yes it's very time consuming for you to undertake um to, to produce the covers for everything, but uh, it, once you get into a, once you get into a role of it, I'm, I'm I'm assuming that it becomes a bit more time efficient, but it just really finishes it off nicely with that beautiful cover and and the lovely small print um, that sits sits beautifully in the middle of it as well, and it it just it just gives something different to to the end end viewer. That's the thing, oh. um, which I think is really nice. And I'm also interested because you have a series of poems. Um, and text that that kind of intersect with different images. I'm just interested. Where did the idea for the text come from, and and what's the relevance to it? Um, well, I, I wanted some kind of text, uh, but uh, since uh, the images, I want the images to be uh, open, and and that the the viewer could. Um, uh, interpret them in, in different ways uh, yeah. and so uh, then uh, then I could well I, I, I could choose to have a text that somewhat 
explains what it's all about, but then uh, then it wouldn't be that kind of of, of tension uh, for for the viewer. So I, I would like I wanted some texts that uh, could be more more uh, more of a trigger, uh, not not uh, not even clues or explanations, but 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 something else that, uh, and uh, then I. I went to a friend who's a literary historian, uh, and, and uh, I showed him an early dummy with just images, and and asked for his uh, associations. Uh, and then he gave me well, I think it was only two two names that he he thought of that uh, would uh, suit the images that had somewhat the same um, uh, expression. Yep. Uh, and then the, well, uh, one of them was uh, perfect in my my opinion. So. Um, uh, I started going through his uh, his production of, of of poems. Yeah, it's they they really work very nicely, and, and as you say, they don't they still allow the viewer to kind of make their own interpretation of the work. Um, but it but it, as you say, it's it's a lovely little trigger point that will just uh, reach into someone's memory from maybe own personal experiences as well. So I think they're, yeah, they're lovely, um, lovely little poems, nice and short extracts from poems um, that fit really nicely in amongst the, amongst the body of work and, and the narrative that you're telling through your images. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it, it um, I wanted them um, and uh, I wanted only extracts because uh, now, yeah. well, I mean, then, then it becomes even more of a trigger than if I had, Yes. Uh, yeah, and and I think it's wonderful to still allow the viewer to be able to use their their own imagination as to what the images represent to them. Um, and I'm sure if you asked everyone who's got the who's got the book, you would get a, an entirely different response from what the images mean to them and and what they see and how they interpret and re and represent the images. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, th that was. Uh... Very obvious uh, during the uh, release they had a weekend uh, like f f five weeks ago, uh, when I also showed uh, thirteen of the images from the book as larger cyanotypes. Uh, so, so there was some kind of interpretations yeah. actually on my images, there. and um, then uh, I got some got very uh, direct um, uh, reactions uh, f from. Uh, the viewers and and I mean yeah so, so some think they're beautiful some think they're uh, terrifying or threatening or and uh, some see them as light some see them as dark I mean yeah yeah and, uh, I, and I wonder if anyone's response has been particularly surprising to you or is it did it maybe actually make you view the images in a slightly different way by how your end viewers and how your your the people who are looking through your book view them in in terms of they they identify in a totally different way that you maybe hadn't even thought about in the past. It's it's always so interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, um, uh, they are some are are more abstract than others, and I mean, yeah. it's it's, a, it's an image with a uh, it looks like a, a, a mountain peak uh, on it, and. Um, uh, well, I, I know what kind of surroundings there were. It was there, and and then I heard someone who had seen an image of the Himalayan uh, peaks, and he he, he thought of, uh, that was an image he really liked, and then he associated yeah. that one with mine. And uh, well, that was uh, quite another surrounding <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> than I, I, in reality. 
absolutely. And how how did you approach curating the images? Did you have far more images than you actually have incorporated in the book? And then was it a process of of how did you kind of approach that curation aspect of it? Uh, well, yeah, yes, uh, I mean, there were definitely a lot of more. Like I said, there was about 150 sculpture uh, yep. photos only in the sort, and then uh, having to to uh, sort them out with others as well. But and um, well, I uh, I realized that all all the images are taken uh, uh, are produced like some kind of um, sol sol solitaires that they they should work independently on on, yeah. on their own and then uh I quickly realized that it was not a, not a good idea to have a book with only such pictures it would be too much of a staccato experience yeah yeah uh so, so um uh, that was um uh one thing that i had to to change or think about uh, and but uh, once uh, the format and the scope were decided, we st I started with that quite early to, to know what, what kind of book it would be. Uh, then I started going through selections in, in cooperating with a, the, with a designer. And uh, well, I need new selections and let them rest for a while and worked on with those and, and uh, having them to rest a while. So they were kind of uh some some uh some steps like that and um well finally i, I guess most uh, most photographers who do books uh, wonder when when it's ready yeah. <laughs> when, when, yeah. uh, so so um well i i, I realized i have had to decide that that is ready. At some so, point. yeah at some point and and um uh, well, a good way was is to to set the deadline, and because I mean, it's since it's my own book and, and own publishing, I didn't need a deadline actually. But uh, that was a way of, of getting getting it done. So um, I I, um, I I rented this uh, this gallery in the center of Stockholm for for, for a weekend. Now uh, I decided that uh, during the spring, so I set this date, and uh, then it was just a matter of. Um, uh, counting backwards to, to to see what what had to be done when <laughs> yeah um, yeah absolutely I, th I think curation is always a very interesting topic to discuss and i think everyone every photographer who i speak to approaches it slightly differently um but i th and i think there's no right or wrong way to do it but as you say, you have to start somewhere. And I think particularly when it's your own personal work, there's very much the risk that you can continue to curate and move images around endlessly um, without actually ever finishing a project off. Um, but I, th I think the format of your book works really nicely because nice, a lovely, beautiful portrait-sized book, but there's no landscape photographs. No. Ratios, ratios in it um so it all works it all works really nicely um really f all fills the page and, and and lovely lovely sequencing as well um and and the text i think appears in in very nice locations too and did you seek feedback from friends and in terms of what how they felt the flow of the book worked i know you obviously worked with a designer as well but i'm always interested to hear if if people reach out to to friends who know their work to to get some initial feedback uh well yes i mean uh, when when it was uh only uh, or pure sculpture series then yeah. i, I uh, asked for or or 
uh, went to two online reviewers. So I, I asked uh, Michael Kirchhoff uh, for, from Analog Forever magazine. Yeah. You and then, uh, the, as I mentioned, the German Cullen Cruz from for the Nacht ma- magazine as well. For uh, and that that was uh, well, that was very valuable. Um, and uh, after that, having worked with it for, for a while myself, um, I, I have a friend who's a curator at an art center who's right. uh, ve- very uh, very supportive and enthusiastic all of them, but and, and also he sees things and connections that I don't see in yeah. between the images. Uh, and then uh, then I also have uh, another friend, a photographer, uh, making his own book who has a more, well, uh, critical mind. And uh, <laughs> uh, so he, well, he came up with very uh, concrete uh, suggestions f- for changes. And uh, uh, that's good, but I mean, it's also hard in some way. I mean, yeah. I have to... Uh, to take that into uh, uh, considerations and then well decide what uh, what feels right for me and and uh, where where i think he was wrong and yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, that's a kind of um a, 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 a tricky tricky it, point it, actually it, it is tricky but i th- i think it's i think it's always i think it's always interesting because someone might just be looking at the work in a different viewpoint from yourself or from whoever's work whoever's body of work it is and and as you say the challenge is deciding what you agree with and what you don't agree with and i quite often look at drafts for people who are maybe doing zines or books and i kind of always start with it that this is just my pure opinion and please accept or disagree or agree with whatever you want because it's just what one person sees and they don't necessarily know the story and the and the true reasoning behind the sequence and but I think it always just is maybe just a always just maybe makes you stop and think, okay, right, someone's looking at it from a slightly different perspective. Do I agree with that? Yes, no, or maybe I agree with parts of it. And and I think I think it always helps just to even just reassure that you've got actually the sequence you've got it in is actually the correct one and that your your friends are wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely helps, but I, I think it's uh, it's uh, really important to know that it, will, it, it can be hard because and, yeah. and it, I guess some, somewhat it it should be hard. I think because uh, I mean you you should be engaged in your own work. It should be somewhat uh, uh, sensitive to you. So um, absolutely. Uh, but uh, yeah, you have yeah. to. Yeah, you're all, it's when it's your own work, it becomes very personal. There's, yeah. Because yeah, we know, we know our own work all so well, um, so and I think that's why it's always important when you're reaching out to people to reach out to people who know you, who know your work as well, um, mm. and but also also give you that a kind of a, a critical response. Not everyone likes a critical response, so it does take a certain personality to be able to accept it. But um, to send it out to people and they just say, "Yeah, that's wonderful." Is probably just as tricky to deal with as it is to for someone to say the entire opposite. So, um, but yeah, I I think it's I think it's a I think it's a worthwhile experience. And how did you decide on kind of like the materials and where you got it printed? And because I know you you published this yourself, so I'm I'm just interested to know the story behind that as well, Peter. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the the material that was uh, in, in collaboration with the the designer uh, yep. and. Uh, and I also have a, a book binder who's, who done, who's done the 
uh, well, the, the 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 concept or the the idea of, of on the book on on having yeah. an open spine, etc., and and, yes. and uh, how the cover uh, should be constructed. Um, and um, uh, but I also at the same time I, I looked at other photography books and uh, well, uh, uh, what what papers uh, that I liked and and, and uh, well, uh, thought if considered if they could be. Uh, of interest to me as well and um, but yeah but I think um, th- this was a very good choice I wanted it to be not uh, p- pure white but somewhat yeah. natural white and uh, I wanted to have uh, to to be uncoated to have this kind of matte matte feeling as well uh, which we knew would is is that that paper can be uh, it can be tricky to print uh, very uh, colorful pictures on the on it it's a uh, kind of uh, it they might lack somewhat uh, contrast and, and yeah uh but th- that was no, no problem for my pictures <laughs> no well no no colors obviously but uh and but they're also somewhat um mm, uh, flat <laughs> many of them in, in, in contrast and uh the, the it could be a challenge getting to uh show uh, to print some of them that are i mean in in many of them there are kind of important details in in uh, uh the shadow areas the yeah. darker areas and that uh, we knew that that could be tricky but uh well uh i, I ordered a um a, a dummy i mean a, a printed first yeah. printed book to to see and and we had to adjust uh, two or three pictures or something and then um yeah. but uh and then the printers with uh, well let's uh, uh Livonia in uh, Riga Latvia uh they uh, they produce quite a lot of um, photography books for for Swedish photographers right, uh, cool. so, so so they're they're into uh, this uh scene and uh definitely a go go to go to place for us and they have this uh representative in Stockholm as well that that, that we can uh, that really that yeah, uh, that I had contact with. Uh, yeah, no, I must say I I really like the I love the paper paper choice. Yeah. I think it works. I think it works really well, particularly for particularly for the style of the images. The the unpoted. There's just a lovely texture to it, which again just I think helps work with the the atmosphere of the images. As you see, your your challenges maybe where you brought huge big black dark dark areas in terms of just the paper, but I think I th- I think it's worked really nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really nicely indeed, and and I th- I think as you say, it's you're going to a printer who who who's used to dealing with photography work, which which I think does help because they, they probably have a better understanding on what you're maybe looking to achieve when they maybe see the file come in relative to to what the output. And if you've got the ability to go and speak to a representative locally as well, I, I think that always helps in the process so that. You're maybe a bit more aware of what you're going to get back as a finished result. Yeah, yeah, and and well, my my designer also said that he is seen on their on their news news page that they had just bought a very good digital printer. I don't know, but right. <laughs> so <laughs> he 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 was convinced that they could they could do a jo- good job, and, and they, it was yeah, um, uh, yeah. I'm really satisfied with how it yeah. uh, turned out. Yeah, really nice. And has it given you? Does it make you want to make? publish other books for different bodies of work absolutely yes yes uh, no doubt uh, uh, 
it will be be new books uh perhaps uh perhaps uh, the next one will be something with a more uh distinct uh, narrative uh, but still uh, still linked to this spirituality that i'm into uh, in this book yeah. uh, there are i mean like mm, there are these uh, theories in in how the 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 um the big rocks in nature how they you yeah. know they can be are placed out by some uh, divine power in certain patterns and well i don't know some, some perhaps one of those uh, uh, kind of myths uh, that I uh, that could uh, just uh, go uh, well with with uh, the the spiritual expression that I'm after, and I work uh, since I work a lot uh, with um, uh, pinhole photography. It could be a perfect uh, technique for for that okay. as well. It, it's it's uh, somewhat uh, yeah, it has somewhat of a myth in itself. Yeah. It, it it sounds really interesting. I'm always interested. I, I I always enjoy hearing how. Um, someone publishing and how how that has a positive impact on their work and how they maybe see future projects forming books or zines or something of whatever size or scale that is deemed appropriate for that work because eh, not everything is for a big hardback book or a small hardback book sometimes other projects eh, work better in, in slightly different formats but it's it's really interesting and i look forward to seeing what your how your next book comes out at some point in the future peter eh, yeah but one thing yeah. I'm one thing I'm always interested is is uh, is what photo books you you really like from your own book collection. So it would be great if you were able to share maybe four or five of I suppose some favorite photo books from from your own bookshelf, Peter. Uh yes, absolutely. Um, since I've been doing this, uh, this the sculpture photos for so long, and there are some some uh, go-to photographers in, uh, when it comes to uh, that area, and uh, Robert Stivers uh, is uh, one of them. Um, very inspirational. His his uh, one of his books is "Listening to Cement," um, and uh, well, I think. Uh, his his body of work uh, is is um, well. He works with his um, uh, his subject matters as some kind of icons, not not uh, religiously, but in in uh, like uh, timeless symbols that I uh, yeah. like to work as well. And and he makes in interpretations of his own images, and ah, they're very inspirational. Uh, okay, let's carry on. Um, a Spanish photographer. So now let's see that it comes to inter uh, pronunciation now. But uh, uh, I'd say David Jimenez. Uh, well, uh, and I can, I will definitely uh, send you his name. Since that oh. pronunciation won't be exact. Uh, uh, but he's uh, he's uh, he makes books with a, a very with a fantastic visual flow, and and they have so many openings and. He, I'd say Infinito is, uh, I guess, his uh, best book, in my opinion. Cool. Very good. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's see. That would be then, third book would be by uh, former, oh, the Korean photographer, Jung Jin Lee. Oh, she's based oh, yeah. in New York for quite, quite a while. But yeah. Uh, and the, I don't know, perhaps the, the very, uh, oblong book opening uh, could be 
lovely book. Yeah, it is. It is, and and uh, well, it um, can be hard to choose between her books, but that's yeah. yeah. Um, so let's see a fourth one. Uh, ah, well, yeah. Um, when it comes to to uh, inspiration for this uh, sculpture photos, uh, I say in American uh, Ruth Thorn Thompson, uh, who's done. I uh, discovered her through her pinhole work. Since well, I look at all pinhole photographers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, then then I, I I also discovered her her sculpture series, which uh, inspired me to to or or made me. Uh, made me realize that you could use uh, sculptures in so many ways uh, with, with your images. Cool. Uh, uh, wow. Well, I guess that would be uh, top top four. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, a, a lovely selection and a nice varied selection as well. Um, for me, it's it's always it's always a great way to expose and hear about new photographers that you mm. don't necessarily come across. Everyone in every part of the world is influenced and come acro comes across different photographers for different genres of work. So for me, it's it's always great. And um, I always enjoy then looking and exploring some of the new names. And before I know it, I've looked up about another dozen photographers and found some new and inspiring books bodies of work to to enjoy that that might influence my own work in some shape or form so thank you for those uh four great selections peter um and and just to say thank you for your time this morning it really has been a pleasure chatting to you um about your work and your book um, oh my pleasure thank you very it, much for inviting me oh no my, my pleasure it's been it's been really good um and a beautiful beautiful book and, and i look forward to seeing your your next book so mm -hmm. um, thank you very much peter my pleasure Thank you. Thank you. Bye.